Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is entitled At Your Door. It was written by Ellen Eisenwill, Mark Morrison, Barbara Manawi, Chris Adams, Scott D. Anielowski, and Herbert Hyde. I'm your game master, and this is episode 32. Our recap will be done by Keith Craig as his character, Heather Mills. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Keith. Thanks, Tom. Start the record. It's been a rough couple of days following the earthquake. Trash Town has degenerated into all the cliches of a refugee camp. People uh, hoarding their, their belongings for fear of people stealing it. People breaking up into different tribalism. Fortunately, we got put up in a hotel, but disturbingly, it was actually catered by the Black Dragon. Uh, could they be a part of this? Happily for us, though, Gonsandi reached out to me. He wanted to have a meeting with me. Of course, Margaret had to come along. I think she has designs on him. I'll have to watch out for her. <laughs> Gonsandi met us at a food kitchen in the back room. He told a disturbing tale about giant worms in the center, at the center of the earth, and how they're the ones that caused the earthquake how various governments, the Soviets and ours, have been trying to reach out to them. He also told of a government experiment to make a perfect human, as if he didn't already exist. They created a person that is able to control others. It is an 11-year-old boy named Alex. Glensandi wants us to bring this child to him. He even gave us a device to protect us from his mind control. We left, but I couldn't, could have sworn that Jade stayed a little longer. I have to keep, have to watch her around Glensandi. You just can't trust a young woman around your man. We headed out, but the building was empty. We went the direction we suspected they all went, but got trapped in a, by some crazy citizens. They had forks and were scratching up our car, and they carved BOF into it. Once we were able to drive them away, we noticed that the damage was done was just like it was on Dr. Tate's car. I guess that mystery is solved, but it just opens up a whole whole other batch of questions. <laughs> now back at the camp, we we need to find Alex for Glensandi. The others think that Glensandi wants to hurt Alex, but if that's what needs to be done. Well, to prove my love for Glensandi, I would I'd be willing to commit that murder, whether throwing him from a cliff, dismemberment, running him over, cannibal. Uh oh, I think I hear the others coming. They're probably plotting to steal my man. I better keep an eye on it. This is Dr. Mills signing off. Thank you. All right. Um, just say the next day is dawning in this horrible trash town. Um, you can smell people cooking on hot plates. You can smell uh, everything. Um, Wait, I can smell people cooking on hot plates? Are we that close to the black dragon? Yep. You can't identify what meat that might be. Uh, but uh, Well, I mean, it's 90 degrees, so people are obviously cooking. Um, you haven't really met any of your neighbors, but you've got a lot of them. So what would you like to do? So some of the tents are big enough to hold a thousand people watching television. Right. The big but, army tents. Yeah. Right. The sleeping tents are designed for eight, 10, 12. Probably about eight. 
there are some bigger ones and there are family tents and there are group But we tents, don't have any but... any tent mates yet. It's just us and the tent we were just assigned. Right. Just a long walk in because we came late. Yeah. I'm assuming. Um, how, what's the, uh, what's the, most of the security is National Guard, right? Correct. Are they perimeter only or are they also like marching around in groups of four or two or something inside keeping a rough, just rough order? Well, they're doing some limited patrols, but they're kind of letting the police force, um, which is suffering in the same condition that you are, um, do that for them. They're, they're keeping, you know, perimeter. They're worrying more about the logistics of bringing in food and water and making sure that things like that. But, so San Daniel PD are in here and they've got their own right. generators um, and set up and... Yeah, they're, they're also highly limited in what they can do, but at least they know law enforcement. Um, despite that, crime is rampant, drug use is rampant, um, children are running around unsupervised. Uh, it's, it's a bad and dangerous area. It's not a good, good place to be, but I mean, it's not, you're not being constantly victimized, but it's not great. Has there been any rioting throughout the city or was that pretty much quiet? Yeah, there's not so much rioting. There's been looting. Um, you've occasionally heard gunshots go off in the distance, which means probably somebody has gotten caught and the militia have shot them. Um, not a lot of that, but... They uh, are allowed to use deadly force, though. Well, it is martial law. Yeah, if they, if you try to get away from them and they've got a TV in your hands, they're going to shoot at you. Um, and we have Glansandi's get out of jail free cards, but correct. we yes. also just have the regular registration that we got on entering the camp. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and there are they are those photo IDs that they're generating. No, if they bring people in. There's just a paper card that you fill out and they stamp it. Right. right. There's just well, no way to prepare for something like this. Uh, and I imagine that uh, we're on cots. So getting up at 7.30 in the morning when it's already pushing 90 will not present uh, much difficulty. Right. Aside from, you know, watching TV and playing cards and and having conversations, there's really nothing much to do. And as a result, you know, the bad stuff kind of takes control. Um, people get restless and do things, or they use drugs. Is um, there have seen is, people selling drugs. And, is there a druggy neighborhood that's developed? Kinda, yeah. I mean, you've become familiar with uh, um, at least at a distance, you know, certain people that are willing to sell you whatever you need. Uh, I mean, they're not, they're not, they, they could still get arrested. So they're being a little careful, but they're taking advantage of the fact that people are incredibly depressed and uh, just need something to tide them over. So alcohol is probably in the same line and cigarettes and, and people selling 
trinkets that they seem to have picked up from somewhere and um and other people are of course very guarded about what they need you have become aware of a woman she's not right in this neighborhood but she's pretty close you know within five minutes uh people refer to her as rita raincoat because she wears a raincoat that you know she can want something here you want something here she's got stuff all right so the question is dr liege do we want to check out of here and we can't all go because we leave our tent empty then we're going to lose whatever we have do we want to check out through the main gate and drive around and look for supplies that you might need or do we want to see what we can purchase without leaving that uh, the uh, relocation zone. It might be best to leave leave our more uh, sensitive items in the vehicles because mm -hmm. I imagine parking the parking lot outside is more heavily guarded. Well, yeah, it's near the. Uh, entrance yeah. so there's full-time authority nearby yeah. and those of us with you know functional vehicles deserve a little respect i assume even though they are uh, inscribed but and that would give us a little bit more freedom to move around and I'm sure if you talk to one of the higher-ups and flash our credentials, they'll let the guards post it know that that's technically a federal vehicle right now. Yeah, we should also see if uh, any of the military personnel have encountered that particular underpass. They might have more information. All right. Um, why don't you do a luck roll, Dr. Leash? It'd help if I didn't launch my dice. We were under the impression that before the earthquake, Alex was in Trashtown, right? Well, Alex, Alex was in San Damiel. That's yeah. a fail on the luck roll. Okay. Yeah, the, the militia say there's vandalism going on everywhere, so. Nothing in particular stands out. Your car got scratched. They like look around you. <laughs> well, and then I'll. You also find that um, putting your stuff in your car uh, might end up being even more secure because they have continued to pack cars in there to the point where you probably couldn't get your car out at this point. Mm -hmm. And it's become a, 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 a nightmare. But if people want to go into the parking lot, the guards ask them directly, where are you going and why are you going there? You know, so they don't let you just wander around the parking lots um, stealing cars. That's not going to happen. So. However, once again, I've also got to say is that their perimeter is not perfectly established yet 
Right. And if yeah. people are sneaky, they can get anything at this point. Yeah. Probably get away with it. And what are the geographical boundaries outside of the uh, chain link they're putting up? Is there a ravine on one side or? There is a river on one side, the San Damiel River. And this goes all along the side. So there's, uh, let's say, let's just say that you are, let's say there's city to the north and south, uh, but to the direct north, there is the river. It runs east and west, going into the ocean. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you're kind of in the middle of the city. Um, there are high rises, or what's, what were high rises that are no longer safe, across the river. Nice. You're on the shitty side of those buildings. Yeah. Where they put Please. people who got to look out at the development yeah. area. Yeah. So you're saying Rita, the Rita raincoat, she's kind of like the, uh, hey, I need to, I need something. She might have it stuffed in her raincoat. Kind of like that. She's, she's obviously the black market. All right. I'm going to go a uh, hundred down. I'm probably running low on smokes. Okay. Well, Heather, you shouldn't go alone. Who do you want to go with? I'll take Margaret with me. Okay. You, you took a liking to the cigarettes anyway, didn't you? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, they'll, they'll get a hold of you. Yeah. It really calms you down. It does. All right. So you find Rita Raincoat uh, in a tent. Um, uh, as you are, you know, within... 30 or so feet of her, you can see there are other people who are talking to her and she's showing them her wares and she's making exchanges of money for obviously drugs of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and as you get up to the front of the line, so to speak, um, she's like, I don't know you. Who are you? Me? What are you looking for? Looking for some smokes. You got some smokes? Yeah, what uh, what brand do you like? Uh, Camel unfiltered. Well, it just so happens that I've got Marlboro. Well, I'll go with those also if you if that's all you got. Right. So she uh, she has a box near her and she rummages through there and she's like ten dollars. Ten dollars for for a pack. For a pack. That's pretty good. Pretty good at this time. There. So, uh, how many how many packs do you have? She's like, really? I think the price might be going up, even as we speak. She's got a. I've I got one carton. I do not know how many packs are in the carton. Twenty. Wow. <laughs> yeah, twenty packs. Uh, twenty carton. Twenty bags. Twenty. Twenty packs smokes 20 packs i don't know if i need 20 i'll take i'll take two of them are you interested in anything stronger uh yeah what what else you got where i got whatever you want i've even got some of the new stuff yeah no, i think i think cigarettes will the, be fine. the new stuff what, what new stuff's that I mean, last I had was Maui Wowie. Uh, she says, yeah, this isn't anything like that. Uh, 
spot, where is it? No, I can't find it. It's it's something new. Uh, uh, it's called Palm, P O M. P O M. Palm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is it? In injectable, smokable? What, what what you got? Oh, it's it's smokable, like crack. Did you guys want to try some? No, I'll just. I'll just stick to the cigarettes myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a pipe or to, can I just like pack it into my cigarette and go with it? Well, look, I don't know who you people are. Uh, well, you could be, I'll tell you what, I can sell you some, but you got to sit here and smoke it with me first. You got Prove to that you're not like uh, the feds or anything like that. Well, I, that, that, that's perfectly understandable there, Rita. I mean, you know, hey, um, I, I'm up on, I'm up for it. How about your friend? Well, she just started it on cigarettes. I mean, you know, I, Margaret, Mar come on, all the cool kids are doing it. Well, I've, fortunately for me, I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. So you don't you don't follow the peer pressure, huh? No, well, not lately. All right. Well, I'm afraid the deal's off. No, no, thank you. You have a nice day. Can I can I get my two packs of Snokes? Uh, sure. Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. All right. That sounds that sounds good. Sounds good. If I if I come back later, just for myself. Yeah. All right. All right. Walk out. Come on, right. Margaret, man. Lame. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we have a more pressing um, situation on our hands, Dr. Mills. Yeah. That I think, I... Um, you know, requires a bit more uh, mental focus and concentration than you're going to be able to have if you're going to get yourself addicted to something. Yeah. Stronger than cigarettes, that is. All right. Probably, probably right. So as you guys are, are walking back, uh, Dr. Leash, uh, what are you up to? So I, I was busying myself moving more important and sensitive items into our safe. Okay. Um, I would like you to do a spot hidden roll. That is a fail. Okay. Not an epic fail, but a fail. All right. There's just too um, many people. There's a lot of people. Yeah. A throng of undulating flesh. And, uh, and you're walking back and forth. Um, it's hot. The cars themselves are hot to the touch because of the, the hot metal in the sun. Um, on your way back into camp, um, uh, at first, uh, you've gotten really used to seeing these militiamen um, that were brought in. Uh, they're very generic. They're very much the same, all of them. Do they but have any insignia? I don't know. American military army, probably. 
army. Okay, so actual actual armed forces, not right. Yeah, they were brought in as you know national guard, whatever. Um, But you notice a soldier uh, over at a tent seems to be talking to somebody, but he's not dressed the same way. He's dressed in almost looks like he's wearing World War II fatigues. Uh, except that he's not an old guy. He's, you know, looks like he's maybe in his uh, early 30s. Um, you look at his boots, and they're like mountain hiking boots. And uh, as you walk past him, uh, you can hear him complaining about the government and how, you know, ideally we need to go out and move back out into the woods and, and you know, live off the land and, and stop, you know, all of this uh, nonsense. Sounds like a real uh, survivalist nut job sort of guy. The kind um, of guy who would stockpile guns. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm on my way back from, uh, from dropping stuff off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't have anything on me. Nothing to nothing to worry about. So I'll just wait until he's done with his rant. Yeah. Goes on and on. Uh, so anyway, 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> and the people he's talking to are obviously tired of listening to it at that point. Yeah, and he's talking to actual? Yeah. Okay. And he's like, well, you know, the he says, I'll tell you, the whole problem is has to do with our relationship with the Brazilians. The Brazilians are causing us all kinds of trouble because they're, you know, and 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 uh, the president's a, a stupid douchebag. And I'll, I'll step in there. And so, do you think we're you think we're giving too much aid to the Brazilians? Well, yeah, of course we are. We need to take care of our own. We need to, uh, you know, look look at this disaster around us. And they've got hardly enough soldiers in here to do anything of any kind of uh, help to us. Uh, nobody's answering our questions as far as, you know, when are they going to be rebuilding? Are they going to, are they going to help us, you know, with our homes and, and all of that? And, you know, it's a, a, the whole of, whole of society is starting to break down and, and we have to be ready for that. What's your name? Uh, Dr. Leash. Ah, and he says, uh, uh, Dean Manton Stanley. He shakes your hand. Says uh, army, and he gives he gives his army division, uh, but he's ex army, ex army. Um, Probably did like four years and then out. Right. Uh, but he's retained all of the toughness, if you will. Um. So what? What do you do for a living? How you don't look like uh, you're in the military or anything? No, no, I was. Uh, I'm here doing some temp work over the summer. Well, sabbatical. Cleaning up the place, <laughs> eh? Well, we were we were cleaning up the place before the earthquake, but uh, now we're we're on pause. Yeah, how uh, how familiar are you with the companies around here? Oh, the company, companies big, that were here. 
big, uh, big business companies, uh, they're all about money. They're, uh, they're part of the reason why society is breaking down and why everything is going to hell. So one of these days, we need to rise up against them and uh, take the country back for what it should be. And, uh, you know, where men were men and women stayed home. This is the opinion oh. of a character in the story. <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> um. We just like to take a moment with here at Into the Darkness and let you know that uh, the opinions expressed by NPCs do not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> the following views are an NPC opinion. These do not reflect the actual opinions and thoughts of, of, the of, role of for, Into the Darkness, yeah. any of its players or affiliates. Also, all of those military men out there who are not like this. <laughs> yeah, true. No offense. Anyways, that's our, that's our, uh, our statement about that. So, <laughs> but, uh, well, you're, you got some interesting practical ideas. Yeah. Well, you got to, so what are you, what own. are you doing around here? Just trying to survive, making sure that, uh, that if anything happens, I'll be ready for it. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's thieves everywhere. You never know what's going on. I got to protect what I own and to make sure that nobody comes anywhere near it. You know, I've heard uh, I've heard some interesting ru rumors. Um, well, I mean, you've probably heard the one about tentacles from under the gr under the ground, right? Ah, oh, monsters! Classic. Yeah, there's apparently monsters Classic. everywhere. I don't believe that shit. But you know what? If one of them shows up, I'm going to use one of those machine guns that I have and blow his head off. Hmm. Practical. Have you heard about the Have you heard about the cult? Cult. Yeah. Apparently, there's a cult coming up. Or uh, a cult started. Well, they better not try anything with me, or I'll I'll blow their heads off. I'll worshiping uh, worshiping some sort of child. Nah, yeah. never heard of it. Says nothing that a little plastic can't take care of. Mm. Man after my own heart. Really? You know, I've got I've got quite a stash underneath my tent. Hmm. Yeah, I've been working on a stash of my own. Yeah, first thing I did was bury a couple of drums, and I've got, uh, oof, I've got about two thousand rounds of ammunition, and I've got, uh, I've got some plastique, and hmm. uh, some detonators, timer detonators. I said, yeah, no, nobody ever fuck with me. No, I've been working on some improvisational material. Oh, you're a chemist. Oh, quite, quite. Yeah, There's demolitions a, are always good. Mm. You do that MacGyver stuff. Yeah. You know the trick with MREs, right? Yeah. That's fun. You know, I've actually got some really nice stuff. Mm. I'll show you sometime. I've actually got a German Amherst anti-tank missile. Mm. You know, I'll lean, in, I'll lean in close. We've got a lot of capital currently. My, my group and I, and nowhere really to spend it, if you catch my drift. Yeah, well, we should all stick together. Mm, definitely. Dad's got to protect his own. Yep. It's always best to keep uh, a, a tight-knit cabal of grounded individuals around yourself. 
look, I'll tell you what, I like you. I've got two uh, M1411 night vision uh, pocket scopes. Do you want one? I only need one. Sure. All right, come back to my tent with me. Lead on. All right. Uh, Jade and Desmond, what are you guys up to? Oh, now that it's just Desmond and I, I want to know if he's had any chance to read or learn anything new from that book. And if there, if so, can you please teach it to me? And two, I'm desperately looking for mascara and eyeliner because, I mean, come on, really? We're not savages out here. It's probably something that you could pay a hefty price for, but... Beauty has no price. You could try. You could try Rita Raincoat. She sometimes, uh, if she doesn't have it, she could probably get it for you. And wherever I go, asking around, I'm asking about the boy. See if I well, can... you got to tell me who you're asking and so forth. Well, first I'll. I'll I wanted to have the conversation with Desmond. And then... All right. Go ahead. Uh, right, and and again we. I think we're stuck in the tent, right? While the others have, are making their rounds. Yeah, we're watching your stuff. Since if we don't want to be raided, we have to keep a physical presence. Um, I've, uh, while Jade and I are talking, I'm literally making some graph paper by hand because I need, I'm, I want to map where our tent is and what part of the overall compound it is when we get a chance to get out of here. Uh, Jade, as far as the um, text goes, I think I have two possibly practical things uh, other than the endurance chant, but I don't understand them completely. And I'll, sh and I've got passages marked, so uh, we can flip through and see what what you can figure out from the Book of Shadows, but. There seems to be a way to bind one's enemy, and there seems to be a way to trap something in a circle, but I don't have practical specifics. So if we go over this together, maybe we can figure it, it out more closely. All right. um, both of these things I was hoping would be useful in in dealing with the Reverend and, and they weren't. And I also have to say, I know that you felt, you know, very upset about being unconscious during the earthquake. Uh, and I can tell you that having chanted the chant of endurance from the Holy Mother more than anyone else has, I definitely feel like my overall well-being is diminished by having done so. I feel like it's it's on average it's taking a bite out of me, um, and so we should be wary of any of of the cost of any of this. You know, there is uh, some kind of natural balance as poorly as we understand it, and uh, there's a cost in in doing these things. But here we've got. Let me flip through the pages and show you the passages I thought were interesting.
So we spent some time going over that, see if there's anything we can glean from it. Uh, after a little while passes and I've read it over, we've discussed it back and forth. I'm gonna tell Desmond, I'm gonna run out and see if I can, uh, 15 minutes at most, I need to see if I can get some makeup and I'm gonna ask uh, some questions, see if we can find anything out about this kid. I'll be right back and then if you wanna run out, we could do the same. Okay, be, be, uh, be uh, circumspect about asking people. I wouldn't use the name Alex. Uh, one thing I thought we should do is just start looking around at the tents and see if there's been any sort of um, development of places of worship. Okay. You know, there might be Catholics gathering together due to masses. There might be followers of Alex gathering together. But I don't, we want to know where they are before they know where we are for sure. Right. And you look fine. You look beautiful. And there's soot everywhere. You could just rub some. I mean, it's fine. Hey, that's of course a habit. So I'm gonna go out and see. I guess I'll try Raincoat Rita first. Okay. So you're walking in that direction. You don't know exactly where she is, but she's easy enough to find. And and if you don't know exactly where she is, you can usually ask somebody and they'll see she's you know, that way or over there. But as you're walking in that direction, there's things going on all around you and there's people cooking and, and, and trying to make the best of it. Um, you look over through the crowd of people and there is a little girl. She looks like she's about five. She has curly blonde hair that's dirty and she's in a little pink dress that probably at one time was very princessy uh, but is you know dirty and she sort of locks eyes with you and when you stare at her for a moment she starts walking in your direction and she comes up to you with just this blank blank look on her face and she walks up to you and right up to you so she's looking up into your face and she says, you're going to die, lady. I look around now, like if somebody was coaxing her to do it or if she's under the mind control of this kid, maybe. And then suddenly she laughs and runs away. Get out of here, you little fuck. And look. Like, kind of freaked me out now. Yeah, you're really freaked out. Why don't you do a sanity roll? 38 out of 50, no, out of 47, pass. You just take one point of damage. But at the same time, suddenly everywhere you look around you, you see things that are potentially dangerous. There's a fire going over there from somebody cooking and there's somebody's frying something and there's boiling oil and there's sharp things over there and there's strange men I'm going leering to... in your direction. And... I start to like look around like panicking a little. I feel like the flop sweat starting and I start backing up and Basically, the more I see, the more paranoid I'm getting. And I start 
walking quickly, which turns into a light jog. But by the time I see my tent in distance, I'm running a full sprint to get to it. And I come crashing through the tent flaps. Desmond, Desmond. And I relate the story of the little, little girl. And, and I'm like, now at this point, I'm sweating. And okay, sit down. We have, we, have, uh, we have cool water here. Have some cool water. So keep up breathing. Pay attention to your breath. Uh, anything about this uh, girl other than you said, dirty hair, pink dress, but she looked up, she looked, she looked dazed, you said, right? Hand faced, like, like, like she wasn't there. And when she ran away, she just disappeared. You didn't see her. I kind of freaked out, to be honest. I'm kind of ashamed to admit it, but, and then I felt oh, like everybody creepy. was watching me. We've been through a hell of a lot, uh, and this is a bad, this is a creepy place. Um, uh, have some more water. I'm going to sit with you for a minute, and I'm going to go uh, and see. I'll, I'll see about some mascara for you if I can, and uh, see, um, you know, like I made the mistake of going to a dead concert once, and I was pretty sure that it would be staring at me. Um, sometimes when you're in a big crowded place with strangers, it's just freaks you out. Um, uh, Tom, is there like a grid system where the tent's numbered? How does, how does that, how, how do people navigate this mess? I'd say that sounds reasonable. Maybe there are numbers that, that people have written on cardboard and pinned safety pins to their, their, their tents. Right. Probably um, some handmade funny signs too, like whatever Hawkeye and BJ's tent was called. Right, yeah. And then of course there's the military tents, which probably have a placard of you know big. But there aren't signposts that they put up. There's no not really, no. No, uh, you realize you could get lost in here pretty easily. How are the food tents distributed? Is it just like every eighth row is another dining mess hall or kinda like that, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And the um, food's fairly generic, but it's at least it's keeping you alive. Sure. Lots of lots of canned goods and reconstituted starches and uh Dr. Fantastic. Mills and Evans, were you on your way back to the tent? I think we were. While yeah. we were there, okay. I was gonna kinda keep an eye out for people tweaking. Okay, I was just gonna say about this time they come back. So just as Desmond's getting ready to leave. Okay, yeah. ladies, how was the smoke jaunt? I uh, uh, successful. Uh, it, it was successful, but uh, Heather seems to be intrigued by something a bit stronger. Well, what are they selling dope over there? Uh, they're selling she, everything over there. Yeah, she said it's, it's something new, and I figure every new concoction we've ran into in the past couple months have been tied to something. Yeah, but she I'm, wanted us I, to smoke it, and if it has anything to do with that substance, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Raincoat Rita's selling a new drug. Yeah, it's called mean, Palm. Is what she called it. Smokable, she said. Pop, pomegranate. Well, she she didn't let us see it, unfortunately. I mean, now that I'm now that I'm out yeah, of there, knows? I mean, as far as we know, it might just be something more generic. Yeah. Yeah, she's just going to call it something fancy. Well, I have to say, Heather, your instinct—I share your instinct. 
it's a it's a discouraging coincidence that a new euphoric should show up in Sandamiel at this point, the way things have been going. Any new substance around here is uh, worthy of investigation. Well, if you, if you two want to go smoking some whatever it is with Rita, I'm not going to stop you. She's only selling it if you smoke with her? She is, unfortunately. Until, until you she's smoking it herself. Trust. Yeah, she is smoking it herself. But she, didn't, she wanted to prove that we weren't uh, cops. Well, I do look a little seedier than either of you ladies. So maybe if I walk in looking confident, I can get a sample. Oh, you can just, just Heather to look back at. with you. Heather, uh... oh, I see what you mean. Try to get some out. I'd love to be able to test it before uh, smoking it. I think that's probably a good idea. Um, and I was gonna, uh, Jade, Jade had an upsetting um, excursion. Uh, oh. Do you want to tell tell them that? Uh, can, can I? Uh, she's rubbing her tears. Can I have a cigarette? Uh, yeah. Here. Yeah. Um, I I was going to find mascara and um, this this freaky little girl. She came up to me and she was wearing like this pink princess dress and and she deadpan face and she looked right up at me and she's like lady you're gonna die tonight there was nothing in her eyes no soul no it, it was like she was being controlled and i didn't get the mascara i didn't get the eyeliner and i'm gonna die tonight mm, it's terrible did did you see where she went she, she ran off into the crowd laughing Oh. Well, that's a little oh. um, discomforting. To say the least. And she takes a big drag of the. So, like, big. Well, here, I'll, I'll stay here with you as a. Good. That'll make as you Heather, Heather. <laughs> As Heather and Desmond go to uh, try to get a sample. Yeah, I think that that would be best. I just it just really freaked me out, like really freaked me out. All right, Heather, you can show me where uh, she's hanging out. I I think I you know do you object to my trying the whole um, I hear you got palm thing first before. No, no, no. I think that that might be a good idea. You want to go in without me because I, I mean if I come back quickly. Did you guys leave I, yet? I, no, Sorry. not yet. No, we're planning. You, you you said about that new some new drug. Maybe those people that attacked us last night were smoking it or made them act weird or uh, we were thinking that they were possessed by this kid. Maybe it's this drug that's doing something to them. Yeah, maybe that's why they 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 were saying we needed to awake. Maybe people feel it opens up. Was it their third eye? Or well, what? maybe I mean, gland. what what about think of it this way. Jade might be on to something, but so if this drug lowers your mental defenses, opens you up to psychic influences, there's not only Alex to worry about, but apparently these things that cause the earthquake also have some kind of lingering psychic effect. So what if they are taking over people too to try to hunt the kid down? 
then I wish them a very bit of luck. Just but I don't think that I don't think the BOF gang is is Alex's because I think it precedes him. But if these these worm creatures find Alex before we do, there's another huge earthquake. Yeah. Well, also, it didn't work from last I mean, time. You say that the BOF thing precedes Alex, but do we know how long Alex has been in San Damiel? I thought that they, according to the research, he's been holed up here for a while. Right, but he, they said he was scheduled to be terminated and he escaped. So maybe his powers right, were Right, but the first, the first time we encountered BOF was two months ago with Peter Tate's car. I mean, Long if Alex has been here for longer than, like, maybe even only three months, I mean, that doesn't... You didn't have I to be here was, long to precede us. I thought Peter Tate went missing in late June or early July, and it's now October. He went missing late July, and we got, came in very early August. Mm. So even, yeah, so even if the kid has only been here for a couple of months, still could have been here longer than us. I'm just not sure it's the same phenomenon. I mean, it could be. You're right. The, the BOF could be his. But also, you know, uh, Peter Tate's car was found out in the country. Not anywhere near town. Well, I thought, it, wasn't it, his car found? It's in the rich part sure. of the, the city, uh, the Palisades. Up the, mm. Yeah. I didn't the ocean. Yeah, because okay. we thought he jumped off a cliff. Because we we also noticed that yeah, it had the the car had the paint marks from where it hit the gate to the farm. Right. Right. It was found in the city. Yeah. That farm. Jenny's girlfriend's car was found out in the woods off of uh, like the side. Oh, right. Geez. She went down the cliffside. Oopsie. Yeah, Noel. I wonder what happened to Noel. Oh. Uh, to, all right. Dr. Leash, um, after having a long and somewhat interesting conversation with, do I uh, figure out? Do I figure out if he? Um, so, military people don't generally—they have basic knowledge of explosives. But if he was a demolitionist, then I would take his his word a little bit more highly. Well, he talks he just, a lot. Okay. And he talks about stashes of weapons uh, all over the camp that he's hidden in places. And he's convinced that the Brazilians, uh, that there's a Brazilian drug, drug syndicate that's uh, trying to move in and take over uh, the San Damiel area um, because of the debt that they owe the United States. He just goes on and on with conspiracy after conspiracy. However, that would have to be a hell of a logistics line. <laughs> what you can, you, you, you definitely get the impression that he's a little nuts. Yeah, more than a little. Um, but he doesn't seem shell-shocked. It doesn't seem like he's seen action. In fact, you might even guess that he's never seen action, but he's dreamed about it a lot. Um, but what you are able to confirm, because he shows you, is that stashed underneath his uh, tent, what he does is he's dug out a hole and he's put stuff down there and he covers it with a, uh, a board and uh, carpet um, and sand 
so that it just looks like the floor in the tent or the floor on the ground, um, that he has um, four uh, M16A2 uh, assault rifles, that he does, in fact, have 2,000 rounds of ammunition, that he's acquired a pound of plastique, eight-timer detonators. Uh, He does have two M1411 night vision pocket scopes, one of which he gives to you. And he has one Costell 1900 handheld listening device capable of picking up normal conversations at up to 500 yards and two Amherst anti-tank weapons. So he is a crazy nut job with a bunch of weapons. So I have, uh, I have a few friends they're doctors like myself. Um, are you familiar with, uh, well, do you remember what happened to, uh, to uh, Don Biozyme a couple months ago? Nah. Uh, it was a biotech firm over near the outskirts of the city. It blew up. So my colleagues and I, we were here investigating what happened. And then this, this happens. So now you you seem pretty sure that uh, things are going to go tits up pretty soon. Yeah, probably. Now you, you get the impression, of course, that he's been saying that his whole life, but yeah, yeah, any minute now. And you've been stashing stuff all around the camp, right? Oh yeah, it's all over the place. Would you mind? sharing the location of some of those caches well i don't know in case we're close i just met you but uh if you need something you give me a call or you you find me i'm i'm over here usually uh how far is this tent from ours maybe a football field or so okay about halfway between where you are and the entrances going out to the parking lot and he's got it decorated with an American flag, and you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not not hard to find. Don't don't tread on me. Right. Keep off my lawn. <laughs> no trespassing. And probably some rather racial nasty things there. They're up there as well. He keeps his hood in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so I've got the, I've got the scope now. Oh, right. He's got the listening thing, right? And I know where his tent is. You know where his tent so is. I'll, I'll, I'll bid him a, uh, a cordial farewell. And then, as soon as I'm a couple tents away, I'll just kind of, <laughs> you know, yeah, giggle, giggle is, um. Not not quietly, but it's it's not, yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. a hearty chortle. You probably also start to reflect, self reflect, and think, well, you know, there there, but for the grace of God, go you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yep. Desmond, back to the tent. Yeah. So about this time, let's say you're all there at this moment, and Desmond's getting ready to go see if he can talk to Rita. 
when Jonathan shows up, Dr. Lee. I have just had a fascinating conversation. I hope everyone else's day is going as well as mine. Uh, unfortunately, can't say that it is. Oh, what happened? Uh, looks like we, there might be a, a few crazies about the camp. Uh, this little girl uh, told Jade that she was going to die and then ran off. Pretty, uh, pretty, uh, you know, the girl who did it hmm. seemed a little zoned out. We're talking about like one of those movies. Did she, did she look like a child actor? Uh, question for the GM. Did she look reminiscent of the guys that attacked us? No. That's great. No? Okay. Not like she was one of them, but the, the look on the faces. Just looked like, no, she just looked like a five-year-old kid. And she looked, she looked creepy when she said it to you, and then she looked like a, a giggling little girl running away. as if the spell was broken or something. So, you know, uh, probably it's just the weirdness of this place and circumstance, but the other possibility that strikes me is that um, Alex already knows that we're here and who we are and was using somebody to uh, reach out, maybe try to freak us out, you know, maybe he doesn't have the power to send a posse for us yet, but if it could scare us away, yeah, we don't know what he's capable of after all, except um, and maybe it, he's try. Maybe he can sense that we Margaret's got that device. I just thought of something, but I think we need to get the hell out of this tent city. There's a hundred thousand people here. If he can control people, that's a hundred thousand potential weapons he has against us. I think the farther away from people we get right now might be safer. But Jade, we don't want to, I mean, let's think about it this way. If Alex is desperate to get us out of here, that means that he doesn't want us here. And I, I don't believe in doing what your, your opponent really wants you to do. And you're right, there is 100,000 people here, but that's so much the harder to find us. Even if they know that we're in this tent city, they've got... Uh, an entire city's worth of population to sift through to try to find it. Yeah. How do the cars seem, Dr. Liege? Everything intact? Um, yeah. Uh, how boxed in is the car? Is it boxed in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's immobile. We're not going to get it out anytime soon, but it's a, uh, it's a viable storage area. So now. it's it's hot, it's secure, and it's not moving. Mm-hmm. Um, Jade, uh, I you know I want to go and do this uh, this run. Oh, Doctor Liege, the other thing that we've learned is that there's apparently a new illicit drug in town called P O M. Is that right? Yeah. Palm. Palm. I don't know if that suggests anything, but P I'm going to... P-O-M or POM? POM, uh, spelled P-O-M. If it's an acronym, then... 
Yeah, we don't know. Well, it was. But I'm going to try to score some. Yeah, Rita pronounced it as palm. She didn't say P O M. Yeah. Right. Okay. Where I'm from, P A L M is also pronounced palm. So I wanted to be clear. Anyway, uh, I don't know if you'll be able to do an analysis, but I would like to score some. Oh, who did you talk to that was so interesting? Well, I met a. He's former army and has a few screws loose and has buried caches of weapons and explosives all around the camp. What? Oh, and I got this night scope. Well, he's got explosives buried around the camp? Not like caches. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're not we're not dealing with a terrorist situation. He he hasn't mined the place. He's no, just he storing no. weapons. Um, how much for the night scope? Oh, he just gave it to me. I think I made a good impression. I guess you did. Jesus. Yeah, I might I might try and buy. He's got he's got anti tank missiles. I might I might try to procure some of these things. Well, that'll as save you a I lot can, of lab yeah. time. It would, it would, especially since my lab is currently a couple hundred meters that way and not very well ventilated. Right. Yeah. So he's got explosives and anti-tank weapons. And when you say anti-tank weapons, are you? Do you mean like missiles? Just, just, just the like the payload part of it, or like the whole launching? I'm assuming he's Mechanism. got the launching tube. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just the, the whole regular, shebang. Does he have some handguns for the rest of us? Uh, he's got some rifles. Uh, we might be able to... Is he part of a group? Didn't sound like it. That's interesting. He's also a bit... Uh, He's a bit of a racist dipshit. Was he wearing a red baseball cap? Never mind. <laughs> That's a strange dream. Um, all right, Heather, let's go shopping. Um, all right, yeah. Uh, Jade, you wanted uh, mascara and lipstick? Uh, mascara, lipstick, and eyeliner, if you can. And I had just uh, some of the money. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. Um, I think, uh, how are you for smokes, Heather? Did you stock up? Yeah, I got a couple packs. A couple packs will last you about six hours the way you've been going. Yeah. Um, well, all right. Well, right. Let me try. Let me try to get uh, on Rita's good side. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And Heather, could you could you lighten up a little bit in the tent? I'll try. I'll try. All right. So uh, Desmond and Heather are heading back towards Rita. Um, as you get there, um, and again, I want to go in first. I want to, you know, independent approach first off. All right. Um, she's like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know who you are. What do you want? What do you need? Oh, uh, you know, I've got a, I've got a, a nervous kid back in my tent who, uh, believe it or not, with all of this, is worried about how she looks. So I need some mascara. Some lipstick, some eyeliner, um, makeup. Yeah. Oof. 
I know. Maybe you could show me this. Maybe you could tell me about somebody else. Because I think, you know, what I hear, you're the person who knows where everything is. So. Well, I could probably get stuff like that. Um, there's not much choice, but. You know, I think, she, I think it's a psychological thing, really. I think she just feels like everything's broken. You know, she just wants to clean herself up. So whatever you can get, I don't, I'm not fussy about color or anything. And, you know, I'm willing to pay any reasonable price. Well, let's see what I got in my purse. And oh. she starts going through her purse. and uh, I appreciate that. That's, that's, that's real. And she says, uh, here, I got some mascara. Um, six bucks. I'm sure that's entirely reasonable. Uh, she'll be, she'll, it really, it's going to do, you're doing, you know, you're doing this kid a lot of good. She has yeah. to you. And I, you know, I casually display just like five twenties while I pay her the six bucks so that she knows. Is there anything else you need? Well, I'll tell you, uh, if you've got any unfiltered cigarettes, I think they're going to be worth as much to me as they are to you in a few days when people start to go crazy. I have some Marlboros. Marlboros. Well, I'll take, you know, uh, how much are those? Uh, $15 a pack. What's this, like 2010? Now, I've got some stronger stuff if you're interested. Um, well, uh, I definitely would like to get uh, the closest thing to rye whiskey you have. Uh, anything other than that? Um, no, I do have some alcohol. Uh, yeah. Here you go. Uh, now, you said you've got a kid who's not doing well? Uh, it's a young woman. But oh, yeah, it's a she's young really woman. Sick enough. Yeah. Oh, for that mascara. So she's not that young. Not that young. I see. Um, uh, okay, these, these, uh, so I'll take two of these bottles. That's great. Uh, anything more stimulating? Well, whatever you want heroin, opium, crack, palm, anything. Palm. Where have I heard of that? It's noon in town. It's uh, is that up or downer? Oh, it's uh, did they have ecstasy yet in the nineties? Just barely. Uh, it kind of makes it's a euphoric. It makes you feel really good. Makes you feel really sexy. Wow! Uh, from what I understand, it was brought in by the by the Brazilian syndicate. Ah. I, I, you know, it's funny. I only heard about them recently. I, you know, we're not even uh, locals. We're in from out of town and happen to have the good luck to be here for uh, Armageddon. For all of this? Yeah. Hey, it's been good for business. Although, quite honestly, I'd give up the business to get it back the way it was. I, I, yeah, I'm sure we it's all It's not like it. I've done this my whole life, you know. Well, you know, hey, this is, this is the free market at its fundament. You know, people like you keep people like me alive when this stuff happens. Has Heather walked in the tent yet? I would assume that she's waiting for me to give her a high yep. sign. I was, okay. yep. So I'm look, looking around looking for like creepy looking kids. So she sort of leans over to you, Desmond, and she's like, you want to get high? I got some cigarettes soaked in, in palm. You can Is that how you do it? it? I'll yeah, try it. Well, First one's always free, they say. <laughs> yeah. 
Is it, well, is it got a big hangover? Because it's pretty early. But oh, I got no. nowhere to be. No. Yeah, you got nowhere to be. Just here. And she hands you a, a cigarette. Um, it's probably a brand that you are familiar with, but it's, it's like she said, it's been soaked in this stuff. Um, and carefully waiting for her to sort of light up before. Yeah, I she going. lights up. She lights up one too, but you can tell she's kind of looking at you, sexy. <laughs> so we're gonna be here uh, for a while. You said you're not from San Damio. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from farther down the coast originally, but I move around a bit for uh, work. Uh, I'm I'm a, a professor type do some research kind of thing. A professor. Yeah. Well, professors are usually pretty cool. You know, that, I've, I've You from been, that hit that hippie generation? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, my whole life changed the first time I tried mushrooms. Ah. That, was, that was the uh, that was that was the big decider for me about my whole career. Good old psilocybe. So uh, Heather, you can see Desmond is now smoking with her. <laughs> uh, does she clear the tent at all, or is this just like? No, but know. there's there's no no nobody really here. There's people in the tent. I mean, there's probably people people six feet from her, but on the other side of a cloth barrier. Mm -hmm. and She's got uh, a little little setup. Yeah. Uh, how does it feel? I'd like you to do a con con roll. There's, that's a fair question. Ooh, I rolled a one. All right. Ah. Um. Palm. I would say you feel mild euphoria and sensual languor. Things are starting to seem really sexy. She looks kind of sexy. She's not a bad-looking woman. She's a little bit overweight, but, you know, she looks like she's... But you know, suddenly maybe that in her feels a little, and... a little bit like lush rather than sloppy. Just lush. Yeah, Zofting. it's lush. Um, her makeup is rather severe. She's going a little for the goth look with paleness and bright red lips and uh, sunglasses. And She's got the extra mascara. Yeah. Um. Once I see that Desmond smoking, I'm just gonna keep an eye on him because, you know, I, I don't know what this stuff's gonna do to him. So she's like, "Well, have a seat. You know, let's sit here and enjoy ourselves. I can get some coffee going. Coffee, enjoy the palm. Coffee also sounds very nice. So is this?" Uh, how long uh, are, are, am I, is this going to feel so pleasant? Oh, for a while. It's a good high. I'm sure the Brazilians will make, uh, make a lot of money on it. Yeah, Brazil, is it plant-based? Do you know where it comes from? I don't know. I think it's, it's got a number of different names. Uh, Palmy, Palm, Palmicare. I think it's from Spanish for sexy or... I don't know. For, maybe it's from uh, whatever they speak in Brazil. Mm -hmm. I don't think they speak Spanish. Portuguese. 
Portuguese, yeah. So did you did you get the cigarettes pre-soaked or do you soak them yourself? Yeah, it's a, it's a liquid I soak them in. It's, uh, the price of drugs is just going up and up and up and up and up thanks to uh, all this disaster. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we found you while you still had smokes and liquor because it's going to, you know, imagine what it's going to be like here in a week. People are going to be smoking banana peels and trying to make oatmeal liquor. Yeah. Oh. See, hopefully we'll all be out of here by then. I, I, I've, I've heard so many things. Uh, people keep asking questions about why are, when are they going to rebuild, when we'll be able to go home. Of course, I mean, they look around. You obviously your home's not even there anymore, but they want insurance and, you know, our, I, I don't think, I don't, I think the insurance people are coming up with some sort of scheme. They want to relocate us instead of, uh, instead of rebuilding. Uh, it's cheaper. It's better, easier for the insurance. Think, yeah, for sure. The first thing's going to happen is a lot of temporary huts or something. Cause the city, I mean, we just got in, we were out there later and a lot of people and it's uh you know they're still putting fires out it's well you know i don't know i don't know who's behind it it's usually it's not the government although the government's in league with it because the government's always worried about money but i think it's really the big corporations that are doing it and the insurance companies because you know well the mayor uh, the mayor was speaking out against it he wants to rebuild san damio he wants to you know government money to disaster money to help rebuild well, he's yeah, disappeared. Yeah. Really? The mayor's gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nobody knows where he is. My guess is that they bumped him off and buried him somewhere. Or one of the giant worms under the ground sucked him into a hole. <laughs> the giant worms. By God, the weird stories that you hear. People go crazy. Well, do you know about this BOF shit? The Brotherhood of Forks? Yeah. <laughs> is that what they are? Yeah, they're okay. They're just, you know... They seem really. They seem really touched. I mean, well, were they, they like that before this? They're really anti-technology. Anti. They don't like shiny things. It's a weird, weird sort of thing. But I don't know that much about them. But they're okay. They're the harmless people. They're a little scary though when they when they trap you under a bridge and start carving your car up. No, that doesn't sound like them, but. You know, I guess they're, you know, they're fanatics. They're weirdos in every group. Yeah, they are. You're, you're a San Daniel native? Oh, uh, yeah. I've lived here for about 10 years. Oh. That makes me a native. It makes you a local for sure compared to us. So how much uh, are these palm cigarettes? Um, well, you obviously got the first one free. Uh, I can give you the whole pack for, uh, you know, 50 bucks. You seem to have a lot of money. I've got a little bit of money. I mean, you know how it is. Like everybody, cash in these situations. Like, uh, how much is cash worth? We don't know. We want gold. Give me meat. Well, it'll eventually be worth something. That's what I'm counting on. That's what you're counting on, right? That's how you're operating. Do you do barter too? Yeah, it depends on what you want to barter. Um... Well, let me take a pack of these now, uh, after my coffee, of course, uh, and maybe um, 
tonight when things are a little quieter, uh, I'll come back and we can smoke a couple more. That sounds awesome. And she's sort of, you see that she slipped her shoes off and she's, she's got her, her big toe rubbing up against your leg. There's still a romance in the world. You're always welcome. Rita, is that your real name, by the way, Rita? I don't tell people my real name. Makes sense. Um, hey, uh, which reminds me, do you have to pay off any of the uh, MPs or whatever, or are you just staying under the radar? I pretty much can stay under the radar, but some of the MPs are... Customers? Yeah, they're customers. Sure. 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 Um let me see if any of my, because I'm here with a book. So we got the mascara, we got some booze, uh, Marlboro's. You don't have any better cigarettes than Marlboro's? That's all I got right now. Some lady came in earlier and bought some packs. And I might have something better tomorrow. We'll see. What are you looking for? You know, I'd like some Luckies or uh, Luckies. Camel. Cancer sticks? Wow. You know, you only live once. If you're lucky. People have pretty much given up on luckies. They're they're like real cancer sticks, but I'll see what I can do. Camel straights, you know, you know. Camels are popular. I'll try to get some camels. And that lady earlier wanted some camels. Uh and so you and I don't, you know, if I if I'm prying at your business, you know, I, I don't mean to, but I'm just wondering, you know, so you've got open supply lines. You can You're not a cop, are you? <laughs> no. I am I am as far from a cop as one. I guess the fact that you're taking drugs with me means that you're a cop. <laughs> that is generally considered a safe measure, although you know how it is out there. Uh, but if I, if, uh, if, if one of my friends had a super specific need, you might be able to make arrangements for a couple of days later. You've got some supply coming in. Yeah, maybe. It's good to know because, you know, again, the longer we're here, the weirder it's going to get. Um, speaking of weird, so there's the Brotherhood of Forks. I hear there's another cult that's operating down here uh, that has to do with a kid. Do you know about that? Heard about that? I have no idea. Yeah. About a kid like Jesus? No, like he's 10 or something. Like, no, I don't but know everybody worships him. But you know, you were talking about weird monsters and stuff. I, I have heard that people are disappearing. From inside here or just in, in town? Well, I'm just hearing it secondhand. Sure. But somebody told me a story the other day that, they, that there was a, a, a family uh, that had a tent near them that uh, disappeared and they left all their stuff. Hmm. And they never came back. Hmm. Now, whether that's a rumor or not, I don't know. Some people get fed up and just go. Yeah, I've heard people wander out, but they usually come back, and they usually don't leave anything behind. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe they wandered out and fell in a crack or got caught in a fire. Big or, hole. There's, you know, there's the, the, earth, the earthquake has made a lot of big holes. There's... Yeah. Yeah, and some of the rubble's really unstable. Like, I imagine people try to get back to their home and, like, Oh, there's a cave in, and everybody's heads get smashed or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, Rita, I think I could walk straight. Um, so uh, 
uh, I thank you for your uh, warm welcome and custom. And uh, if I can make it back tonight. Um, I'll yeah, come back people. later. And Shalene Zubrin gives you a kiss. Warmly returned. Mm -hmm. uh, Heather, um, you're out kind of being inconspicuous. Yeah. Um, do a luck roll for me. Fail. Okay. Um, as you're standing there, uh, and you're 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 trying to be indiscreet. I mean, you're trying to be discreet. Uh, you're you're looking around a corner a little. You're watching Desmond and Rita, and uh, suddenly there's a a, a tug uh, at your side. And you turn around, and there is a little boy. Um, he looks like he's maybe six or seven years old. And he's like, hey, lady. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you need there, son? You're going to die. I grab him. I go, hey, <laughs> let go. Let go. No, I'm not going to let go. Who told you to say that to me? Nobody told me. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Okay, well, where do you? What makes you say that? I don't know. Everybody's gonna die, right? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a little sooner for you. Let you me go. I was talking. just, I was just kidding. I was just joking. Let me go. <laughs> Where's your parents? I don't know. They're here somewhere. Where are you living? And he starts to really struggle to try to get away from you. Do you ever heard of shaken baby syndrome? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm if gonna give it what, to you. That's what you want. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were asking me. No, that's what I'm asking the kid. <laughs> um, he's like, let me go, let me go. And you know the way kids can struggle. Do, oh, a, yeah. do, a, do a strength roll to see if you can hold on to him. Uh, yes. Hard. Okay, yeah. He's like, let me go. What do you want? Let me go. I was just joking. Oh, I want to know. I want to know. Uh, are you friends with the little girl that wears a princess outfit? And he looks at you and he goes, uh, Hillary? No, not that crazy bitch. Uh, yeah, sure, Hillary, if that's what her name is. Um, yeah, it's a game that we play. Let me go. You okay. know, little fish, okay. big fish, little fish, big fish. Little, little fish, big fish. Where, where are you at? I, I want to come by, you know, maybe. Let, let me go and I'll tell you. You you screw I'm I'm a little I'm fast little boy, and I'm mean. So you, you run, I'm gonna rip your hair out. So I, I I set him down. I slowly kind of release, but still keep the fingers touching the uh, cloth. Okay, and he goes. Uh, he looks up at you and he goes, "Little fish, big fish. Little fig, fish, big fish." Big fish eat little fish. Don't you wish you were a big fish? And he kicks you in the shin as hard as he can and then you, runs for his life. You little fuck. <laughs> roll, roll, for, roll for damage. Uh, You're just going to get one point if you fail. Okay. Yeah, that's a fail. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, so it probably knocks you to the ground because it hurts really bad. <laughs> he runs off 
just as just as uh, Desmond uh, comes out of the tent and walks over to you and and is like, "Hey, baby, what you doing?" <laughs> yeah, just because I'm on the ground, don't get any ideas, asshole. <laughs> oh, come on, Heather. Uh, You're looking I, through a lot. Yeah, I see why I didn't have any luck with her. Ugh. Very, you're very dusty. Let me help you with that. Yeah, yeah, I, got, I, got, I got it. I got it. Did All you, right. uh, did you just, um, I got little... you some more smokes. Oh, th th thank you. Thank you. You're better. I have some, some little, little, little kid came up and said the same thing to me that they said uh, that, that Jade. Oh, yeah? They said, it, said it's a game. Well, Oh well, that would that would be good news, right? That would be good news. That's the game. Yeah, All right. It's not like he knows something. It's just some game, some kid game. I mean, I imagine kids around here are real bored. There's no Nintendo. Yeah. There's no Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Yeah, yeah. He said he said uh, he, he did know that that little girl's name. He said says Hillary. Unfortunately, he uh, he, he caught me off guard and got me in the shin. Trip oh, out. ow, ow, ow. Yeah. Um, uh, well, that's crazy. Uh, but, you know, maybe that'll make Jade feel better, right? I got her some mascara, and if she knows that it's just a game, then maybe she'll chill out a bit, because she was really, you know, she, she acted like, yeah. you know, like yeah. it was a bunch of crazy fucks under a bridge. Oh, speaking of which, they're called the Brotherhood of Forks. Could you, you believe serious? that? They're Are actually called the Brotherhood of Forks. And Rita says they're harmless. I've been obsessing over this, and it's the Brotherhood of Forks. But, I mean, they could have killed us just by rolling the goddamn poles into the vehicle, you know? I mean, they're not harmless. Yeah, no, they, they took Dr. Tate. They're, uh, she says they're like Luddites or something. Oh, great. That'll be easy to find. Well, that's why they carve up cars. Mm. They don't like they don't like shiny machines, she said. Anyway, people know about them. I mean, I'm surprised we didn't read about them in the newspaper. If they're common knowledge like that, yeah. yeah. Um, and she doesn't know where Pum comes from, but she thinks it's from Brazil. Brazil, like Dr. Leeds's uh, friend, right? Right, so maybe there's a connection, although I don't know what to believe of what Rita said, because Rita's got a business, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, I will say that uh, it's a pretty good drug, as far as I can tell. Like, I'll see what the hangover is like, but so far it just feels like I'm not in this shitty camp full of uh, monsters and maniacs above the city being destroyed by giant worms while we wait to bite off a 10-year-old cult leader well you you're you look look looking pretty happy yeah, you know do i look all crazy no not really you look you look like you're flirting well you know i mean dr mills has obviously had her intentions elsewhere for, yeah. for a long time yeah. but we also spent a long time in a cave together you know i feel certain bond with uh I, Dr. I Mills you. and Dr. Evans, you know? Yeah, I hear you. I'll assume that's just the pleats in your pants doing that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jade. 
you're sitting in the tent and you're kind of recovering and you've calmed yourself down and you don't really know what to do. You're, you're upset. You're kind of afraid. You don't want to go out there and beat that little girl again because um, she's very creepy. And as you're looking around, you look out the tent and this guy walks by. He's Asian. Um, looks like he's got a clipboard in his hand and he's writing on it. And uh, at, at first, there's something that just seems vaguely familiar about his shape and size. Reminds you of going to college and uh he drops his clipboard and you see him bend over and pick it up and as he does he kind of turns in your direction just for a moment and then goes away and you recognize him it's jason chen from college um he was studying some of this he was in a lot of the same classes that you were and now he's walking away by the time you realize that it's him Would I have time to catch up to him if? Uh, yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to go, and hopefully I, he won't turn a corner or anything. But I'll you know the general direction. And I'll yell out at Jason. Jason. Suddenly he stops and he looks around. It's like, Jade. Yeah. Oh my God! I run up to him. Jade, what are you doing here? I I was working with some doctors on uh my um final project basically and I got pulled into the anyway what's up what are you doing here well I got caught in the uh in the earthquake and everything and I've uh just been keeping busy by doing some surveying and and studying the uh the weird stuff going on over by the river um uh you know the the whole area is unstable because of the earthquake yeah and uh and when the uh, you know strata fault went off um there's like sinkholes that have opened up near the uh near the river in the in the sand there's actually a a really weird phenomena i think that uh i think that there it's continuing to uh i don't know how to say it it's not wet but it's bubbling it's uh it's sand that bubbles and uh geysers of sand shoot up in the air um every time it settles uh the air displaces and it uh that uh, sends up geysers of sand in the air, and it's it's been going on for days, um, ever since the earthquake. We I think maybe there's a void down there, and things are falling into it. That's really weird. You taking notes on this? I'm 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 surveying. I'm looking at the different uh, different substrata as we go along, and, and things there are all wrong. It's uh, I'm I'm actually quite a ways from it now. It's about 700 feet from here, but. Uh, um, it's really weird. It's, At this uh, point, I'm going to loop my arm into his uh -huh. and start walking back towards the tent with him. Okay. Go, I'm with a couple of doctors. They'd probably be fascinated to hear this, if you don't mind explaining this all to them. Well, sure. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad you're here. I don't really have anything else to do. I was just wandering around. So, um, oh, how amazing that I, I saw you here. It's good to see a familiar face. Oh, my God. I punch him in the sh shoulder.
exciting work to be doing that so many times. Uh, so how, what are you doing here? I didn't think you were in this part of the country. We, uh, we, they, I was with these doctors and they were doing research and I was one of the uh, assistants to, to uh, it was an unfortunate incident. Some of the doctor, one of the doctors passed away and yeah, I, it's it's been a shit show, and now this just the uh, icing on the cake. I know boohoo me, but it doesn't rain; it pours, huh? Exactly. And then I flip open the tent and introduce them to whoever's inside. Well, who is inside? Let's see. Okay, Margaret and uh, Jonathan. Uh, um, Doctor Evans, Doctor Liege. Hello. Jason. Jason Chan from uh, from school. He's uh, been doing some interesting survey work. Uh, well, actually, why don't you explain it? You could explain it better. Well, there's areas. There are areas near the uh, um, near the river where it's a lot sandier, and um, we believe that, that that the earthquake caused some sort of void to open up under the ground, and the ground earth has collapsed into it, but uh, Every every day or two, we're getting this big plume of uh, sand that comes shooting up out of it. Um, my guess is that it's just being displaced from underneath, but it's really quite spectacular. the 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 army people have now fenced it off, but you know, I keep sneaking under the fence and uh, got to kind of climb down to it. It's almost sixty feet deep at this point. Hmm. Well, I, I be careful. How how large is the area? Oh, it's about a hundred feet across, right near, right next to the river. They've they've closed it all completely off. Wow, that's but, uh, and the, that's really neat. Yeah, it's 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 not really that that. You know, I, I sometimes I think that people are interested in this this geology and stuff like that, but it's really a boring subject. So, so what do you got? What that's, do you do for uh, a living? Oh, I'm, I'm micro. Uh, I'm microbiology. Microbiology, wow. Yeah, and I, yeah. Uh, parasitology. Mm. Oh, Jade, you're hanging out with some really interesting people. There's a couple more doctors <laughs> floating around somewhere here, too. That's why I figured you could, you know, show off your big brain to them. And you all ended up here in, in Trash Town? How awful. Well, you know. Yeah. The hotel's gone. Yeah, it's all gone. Well, it's still... It's still mostly standing, just not safe. <laughs> oh, well. Did you hear any rumors about people being sucked up into the earth, into fissures, or being pulled into the fissures even? Well, that wouldn't be that surprising. If anybody was near that sinkhole when it fell in, then they got sucked down and buried under the sand. Yeah. That's why it's, it's fenced off, right? Yeah, it's been fenced off now for a couple of days. Hmm. I wonder if they've found any more of those. I don't know. But there is there is something kind of odd. Well, maybe it's my imagination, but it's not my imagination. See, I've been working on it because the substrata strata is all wrong. Um, it's it's almost as if some substrata has been brought up from deeper. Oh, you don't understand. But anyways, every morning when I go down there, usually I get there about you know nine o'clock or so, 
and uh, I, I climb down there to take more samples. And there are oftentimes footprints. Like people have been wandering around the pit for some reason. Hmm. And they've got no reason. They'd, they'd have to, you know, scoot under the fence the way I'm doing it, which they shouldn't be doing. There's no reason to go down there, but it's kind of tricky to climb down anyway. And they'd be doing this at night? Well, it would have to be or early in the morning. Hmm. Did you see any of these? I wonder if the military is trying to do something. Well, so far, all they've done is just cordoned it off as a dangerous area. I can get in there because, you know, they figure I'm a scientist if they ask. Well, good question. Were they all similar boot prints or was it different kinds of shoes? It's going to sound crazy, but some of them were barefoot. Did you see these freak shows walking around with forks? I don't know what that is, no. We got stopped in our oh. SUV a couple There's days. a lot of freak shows out there right now. If you would have seen these guys, you would have known. About 25 people, all with a dinner fork, come up to the car and start scraping the paint off of the car. Not one, two, like 25. I'm not kidding you. Well, that just sounds crazy. Why would they do that? That's exactly why I brought That's it up. exactly. I think that creepy girl's back. So what do you what do you been uh, doing around the uh, the camp, Jason? That's that's about it. You know, I'm basically homeless at this point. I don't really have much. I got the clothes on my back, and I've got a couple of pairs of underwear and stuff like that, but. I, I've got a cot and I've got a, a, an old uh, geology textbook that I've been, I've probably read it six times now. And so all I can do is my job, which is not a job at all. I don't, I don't, nobody's hired me, but I'm a geologist. So I'm just doing geology shit, you know. Can, can you tell us exactly where this spot is? I can take you there. Oh, excellent. Sure. Let's wait for the other doctors before we do anything. There's two others. Um, you've been wandering around the camp, right? Mm-hmm. Have you noticed? It's easy any... to get lost. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, have you noticed any places where it looks like people have been digging? I don't know. Um, I haven't really noticed digging. I mean, people could be digging. Mm -hmm. I, they dug some latrines, I think. Yeah, well, I, I heard a rumor about people burying caches of supplies and such. People are hoarding. People are people are needing stuff, and I I don't got any food in my tent. I just go to the mess hall when they tell me to, and you know, I don't know why. I don't know why people worry about things like that. Well, eh, you never know could be illicit substances you've noticed there's a lot drugs. of drugs yeah. around yep you've noticed that <laughs> yeah there's a woman over there named rita raincoat i don't know if you've ever heard of her she's yeah she'll pretty yeah. much sell you any drugs that you're after i, I don't do drugs but you know <laughs> everybody talks about it over there as long as you're not a cop or a military guy though oh margaret margaret you uh yeah. you hit her up for cigarettes didn't you Yep. Yeah. Um, Crazy. 
So uh, Heather and Desmond, uh, you're walking back to the tent. I would like you to do a listen roll. You're probably within sight of the tent at this point. As you're... Oh, no, no, 97. I too failed dismally with an 87. Okay. All right. Mm. So uh, you don't hear the airplane about to crash. And, no. <laughs> um, um, all right. So you guys arrive back at the tent and you see them in there talking to, uh, to uh, Jason Chung. Oh, Heather, Desmond, this is a friend of mine, Jason Chung. Hi. Uh, hey, Jason. It, it's Dr. Mills. N nice uh, to meet you. Another doctor. Uh, yeah, we were all working together. I'm I'm Desmond Flores. Um uh and he seen he's you know, he's pretty he looks like he's in pretty good shape, right? Relatively speaking. Jason? Yeah. Um he looks like he's in good spirits. Uh so you uh, you've known Jade for a while? Of college, yeah. Are you? It seems um, like we were just in college. Are you bunking with friends? Uh, well, I guess they're my friends now. They're all—they were all strangers yesterday. How's how's the uh, how's your situation? It's okay. Because I would like kind of like to fill our tent up with friendlies. You got two more two more co cots. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, yeah. If Jade's not, you know, if 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 you ladies are okay with that. I can move over here. I mean, I'd rather spend time with doctors than with uh, the people I've got. We're, yeah, we're a co-ed tent, and I'm my. What I live in fear of is that you know a young couple's going to move in with like a two-year-old and a, oh my a God. in arms, and I'm not going to sleep again until they have housing because the kid's going to cry, <laughs> and the two-year-old's going to pull my socks off while I'm asleep. I know exactly what you're talking about. So if you have any, if you want to, if you've got, and again, I open this up obviously to all of you, but if we've got a, uh, a friendly uh, adult sane person, and you, if you know somebody uh, else, know. Jason? I don't know about friendly or sane, but. <laughs> and Desmond, even better, he's a geologist and he found a fissure with some strange activities. Yeah, is that so? That hmm. is interesting. Hmm. Uh, uh, sand geyser, let's call it that. That's for all intents and purposes. That's the most interesting thing about it. It's, it's is a it geyser, a, it's shooting sand up? Yep, every once in a while. Is it Which means a, that it's settling under the ground. Is it a regular interval? Like Not Old really. Faithful? No. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I haven't really timed it to see if it, there's no reason though why it would, it would be regular. It's I just. Know. Uh, I know. I just love to see it. You know, I don't, I, I guess I don't got a lot going on. I could go sit out there and wait, but I mean, how, when, when is a person going to see a sand geyser? You, you and Jade could sit together. How very romantic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, Jason, how far, how far away is your is your tent from here? Do you need help carrying anything? Oh no, I don't have anything. Um, I I'll have to change my registration though. Hmm. 
but oh, that's man. not a big deal. The, the army guys are nice. Here, how about you do that before it gets too dark, and then we can go check out the skies of yours. Well, it's most interesting if you sh if we go in the morning because that's when the footprints are there, the weird footprints, and they're not weird. They're just shouldn't be there. Mm. Well, we can go. We can go take a look. Mm. All right. Well, it'll it'll take me. Uh, you know, I don't know how the long the line is, but right. I'll I'll come back. I'll come back when I uh, got the right. the, uh, the registration done. So, <laughs> so Jade, uh, good news. Apparently, I'm going to die tonight too. Some little boy told me that. A different kid. Really? Yeah. Hey, he he knew he knew you're a little friend. They said they said it's a game, and they he called me a little fish, and that I should wish to be a big fish. He goes, little fish, little fish, big fish, big fish. Don't you wish you were a big fish, little fish? Yeah, they, they, that's bullshit because they weren't playing a game. The kid, I don't even think the kid knew he said that to me. Yeah, well, I shook I shook mine pretty good, and he seemed to recall saying something to me, but. You know, maybe it is. It is just a game, Jade. You know, we've all been under a lot of stress. How how do you manipulate a child? You get them to play a game. True. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think we're dealing with. I mean, if you're worried about Alex, I mean, we got to keep in mind this. He's not a mastermind. They didn't attribute some hyper intelligence to him. He's just a kid who have had a horrible education, right? He didn't probably, I'm not sure what they taught him. Or well, Margaret, we didn't know, you know, you're making a lot of assumptions that I'm uncomfortable with, Margaret, because for example, if he's capable of manipulating people like this consciously or not, we don't know what he's absorbing from them. Uh, you know, we don't know, how, you're right, we don't know what kind of education he's had, except it was a horror show. He was in, in an institution where they were experimenting on children. But he could be, you know, he could be hyper intelligent. He could be subhumanly intelligent and just, a, you know, an antenna for other people's psychic energy. We just don't know. But I wouldn't base any tactical decisions on estimating the personality of this you know, mystery creature. All kids play games to pass the time. It's just inherent. No matter if you grew up in an asylum or under a microscope, you would still come up with some way to pass your time. Yeah, and ape children if, play games. You know, and if he's playing games with other children, but having them do their his bidding, it's just a game. Go, go scare people or go whatever. But he's getting his message to us. Now, maybe that little girl really freaked me out. It is all innocent, but I'd like to rule it out. I think we should find what tent they live in and at least maybe observe their interactions. No, mm -hmm. there's no way we're going to find them. Oh, two of them found us already. If we walk around in pairs and... I don't know. I, I don't where, know. Where were you that little girl? In front of the tent. Like, literally in front of the tent. In front, in front of our tent. Yeah, maybe 10, 15 feet away. I was going to see uh, Raincoat Rita to get some uh, cosmetics. And that little girl, was. she just came right up to me through the crowd like a little psychopath that she is. 
And Heather, where was your your kid? I was uh, I was outside Arita's tent. I was uh, keeping an eye on Dr. Flores, making sure that things didn't get out of hand. And how how far away is Rita's tent, Tom, from our tent? What did I say? Uh, Football field. Yeah, about no that feet. That was the other guys. Um. Well, the. We'll say it's you know ways away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to. I mean, I'm just trying to gauge distance of like, if these little kids do know each other. If it's it's very happen. likely that the kids all play together in the daytime. Right, somewhere. Wherever. Mm-hmm. The kids right. are just living. You know, some parents are very protective of their kids, but this is 1990. Some, a lot of kids are, the kids without video games are running around all over the place. Yeah. I mean, you know, if we're really wanting to find him, we just hang out by some of the mess tents. I mean, they're going to they're gonna eat. And right. the tents are open from four to seven. So, right. But I'm I'm just gonna like like because Desmond, you're right. We shouldn't make any tactical decisions, making any assumptions about Alex. And I mean, I don't. You're right. We don't want to underestimate him. We also want to be very careful about wasting our energy and our worries overestimating him. Perhaps right. If we're worried that every little weird occurrence in a weird situation that we always find ourselves in are these subtle very clever, highly intelligent stratagems being played against us, then we're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, we'll just drive ourselves crazy, I think. Um, uh, By the way, Jade, uh, I've got some mascara. That's all we can do for now, but I've got an order in for more stuff. An extremely high-pitched scream, and then she leaps from the bump and jumps on you and hugs you and gives you a kiss on the cheek. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. That's a little dangerous right now, but uh... <laughs> she's so right? soft and she's so slight. <laughs> you all right there, Desmond? Midnight shadow, it's it's the one I use. And she runs, I run right to the, to the makeshift mirror and I start applying it. Uh, so guys, um... Some of you already know, but those of you who I haven't seen since I met Rita, apparently they call them the Brotherhood of Forks. Like, it's not... Really? That's B-O-F. the thing. Wow. Are you kidding me? I'm, I, I mean, I, I, she did not seem to be jesting or surprised hmm. at all about the question. They're Luddites. Uh, she thinks they're harmless. Uh, I don't know why we still don't think the papers, because this seems like much too big a thing to just have vanished. Hmm. Well, I mean... Maybe they don't put it in the papers to prevent the uh, a decline in property value. Well, maybe that, or it really is a small fringe group, but when, you know, you're the type of person that has the connections where you can sell people heroin so readily. Yeah, know, maybe we met the whole contingent. Further, yeah, she's probably got a more connections than into some of the strangers and Damiel than we do. I would like all of you, except for Jade, since she's busy with her mascara, <laughs> to do an idea roll. This is about your mm. kind of about memory. A 42. Hard. Slightest success. So you all succeeded. 
Yeah, well, one point off from a hard. Oh well. No, it's it, it suddenly starts sort of drifting back into your mind because you're talking about it. Things that you've read in the newspaper. Now there were some very important things you read in the newspaper that directly tied into this adventure that you're on, but there were a lot of things that you've read that had nothing to do with it. And and you do now seem to recall things about cars being vandalized, but no real specifics on it. Um, and now you begin to wonder, what do they mean, cars have been vandalized? In fact, do you think that you've read about cars being vandalized, even in Toronto? And maybe even an upswing on vandalism. So maybe you have read about it in the newspaper, just didn't know that that's what it was referring to. It's not like the newspaper would, would always give details on such a minor vandalism. Right. It might, even, it might even be seen to encourage copycats. And so nobody's like put two and two together if there's in fact a two and two to put together. Right. Now, no, hmm. apparently, so if Rita said that they're harmless, but maybe... In a way, they are. What if they, you know, what if they don't want to hurt people, right? Because I mean, when when Heather rolled the window down, you know, they weren't immediately trying to get at us to kill right, us. Right, they were not. Right, they weren't jumping on the roofs of the cars, uh, trying to shatter the glass and crush us inside. They didn't come with fire. And they, they certainly like, weren't safe. Right, they weren't safe, but I don't think that they were out there to harm us, per se. They also weren't manic crazy, you know? Yeah. They were just... Some of them were smiling and looking at you and leering at you, but they were scratching your, your car. Right, they seem to be in a bit of a mania, but not... Huh. So everybody do a listen roll as you're sitting there, including Jade. Seventy six, that's a fail. Eighty one. Nope. Anybody? Nope. Nope. Keith? No. Fail. All right. All right. You're so, forgetting. I I have tinnitus. Yeah. Uh, or tinnitus. Whatever. Um, all right. So let's see. I've lost track of time. What time is it now? Um, it's probably early afternoon. We didn't yeah, talk about having lunch, but we started after breakfast, which we'll is served see. from early. Yeah, we'll say it's early afternoon. Um, and Jason finally comes back. And he says, Cold all right, well, I got... <laughs> What'd you say? Cold MREs, anyone? Oh, oh, Jason, uh, you're just in time. Ham sauce. Ah, vittles. Well, you know, they've got better tasting food. Did you have lunch? Eh, well, I'm trying to get rid of these. We lost the heating packs. Ah, uh, well, um, so <laughs> I got my... Let me know if you find any. 
I got my paperwork. Uh, apparently, we are in this. I'm in this tent now. Um, okay. Can I have like that bunk there? Yeah, sure. Looks like it's in a little bit better condition than that bunk there. Oh, you True. have a keen eye. Um, so, do you guys want to see the pet? Yeah, yeah sure. Yes. Lead on. All right. So it takes you about 10 minutes um, going through this maze of things. And every once in a while, he'll stop and he'll look around to sort of get his bearings. And he'll make a little note on his uh, notepad, um, just trying to keep track of where I am so that I can find my way I've, back. I've got my handmade graph paper clipboard as well. Oh, I'm you're doing the same thing. Out. Yeah. yeah. Are there any um, sketchbook? Are there any uh, like this? We've got it, there's a mountain range visible somewhere, right? For a main point of reference. Yeah, but there's mostly big buildings on here that are all falling down. So, so that's just, basically we look at the ruined, right. the broken tooth across the river. Right. Fair enough. Um, so, anyways, he leads you at about. Um, I'd say it's actually maybe about two blocks. Uh, from the river itself, from the river bank, um, there is this chain-linked area that's been closed off. And you can see there's maybe two or three feet on the inside of the chain link, and then there's a big pit. And it looks like, uh, I can imagine like a meteorite struck the ground. But it's obviously that the ground has collapsed, and there's part of a building's underground structures that is broken and collapsed and um, uh, part of maybe even the uh, the underground uh, uh, San Damiel uh, subway system uh, that was completely damaged during the, the thing as well. Um, but it's odd. And he, he looks down and he says, "There's there's got to be a hole down there somewhere. That uh, that the sand is pouring into, uh, and uh, and every once in a while, it'll uh, send up a, a plume. And you, as you're looking down there, you can see that it's kind. There's a lot of dust and stuff in the air, mm. so there may be little little bubbles of air that are surfacing at any time. And he says, right over here, you can see this is how I get in, and it's pretty easy to get into, but it ain't so easy to get back out again because the ground's all loose. Uh, right. I usually, you know, bring a rope with me and tie the rope to one of those poles, and that way I can pull myself back up and out. Mm -hmm. But see right, now, right. and he says, if you look, um, the the sun, you know, the sun's getting lower in the out uh, in the afternoon, and you can't really see. I and it looks like you know there's a lot of dust, so the footprints are probably gone by now. But in the morning, you know, there's a little bit of dew on the ground, and the the sand gets a little moist and holds the footprints, but it's really pretty weird. Yeah. If you want we could you, yeah. we could come back like it in the morning. Right. Uh are the I, footprints are they going in and coming out or are they just facing one direction? You know, I don't like to say things that sound really freaky like that, but yeah, I only see them going in. Going in and wandering around. Right. Maybe they fall in like uh, old I sure hope not. Crap. I've I've gone down there and probed, and I I can't find the hole. But there's got to be a hole down there. Mm. What's the what, 
what's the latest you've been here? Like uh, that, you know, people haven't been getting in like midnight, 1 a.m. Oh, yeah, I, I got to sleep. I'm not that fanatic about my job. I, uh, but I, I sometimes get here as early as six in the morning. Okay. Um, and, and the depression is conical? No, it's more, it's more cylindrical with a kind of a flat bottom. Um, which is odd. It's all wrong. The yeah. So Jason, that is, is there? A, do you know about the striations as we go down? Is like, is it all right. sandstone and then it gives way, or why do you think it looks like this? Well, this top part here is all sand and then some sandstone, but I'm also finding, you know, bits of of shale and stuff that would be on a much lower. Uh, uh, they wouldn't be this high up. Hmm. Uh, uh, Things that could be in part of the bedrock, but I think it's from the. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Do you think the fault line moved? Oh yeah, most definitely. The the. Uh, um, so this could be this could be where the fault line is running now. The, the well, yeah, the fault line runs uh, runs parallel to the river, so that's not not. I mean, it's possible. This might be a subfault that's broken off of the original. Um, but my guess is that there was possibly, it's it like a sinkhole. So there may have been, the ground underneath may have already been eroded away, and this just gave it a chance to collapse in. What's the... Uh, it's a lot, of, a lot of dirt displaced here. What's the bedrock yeah. under the river? Is well, there shale down there, or is there a granite plate? I don't know anything. Uh, this is all granite under this part of the country. I think it's part of the, the Grand Bathlet. But uh, um, I just, I, I, I don't know. It's not showing me what I expect it to be. Um, it's almost as if something. Uh, as if the earthquake, perhaps the stress in the in the, the ground, um, caused it to plume upwards instead of downwards, and then the the, rea the 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 secondary reaction was for it to fall back down. Now, question for the GM: uh, As I'm standing there, I want to take in the surroundings. Is there mm -hmm. a place that we could hide and still see the pit if we wanted to stay here overnight? Yeah, literally the, the tent city is everywhere here. And you're just in a, an area that's been fenced off um, between here and the river. Um, yeah, there's a thousand places that you could, you could just stand there and watch. Is there an intact building where you could have like an elevated vantage point? Yeah, but nothing's safe. It could collapse. You'd... Hmm. You could take your chances. I mean, nobody's going to stop you. Mave. Oh, look, I'll, I'm going to look and see if there's any of those buildings that might be a little bit more structurally sound, like a two-story brick building. Okay. Jason, have you been downwind of one of these plumes? Uh, no. Actually, I arrived here yesterday just as one had gone off. And the air was all full of uh, of sand and dirt. Um, so sand and dirt didn't smell like anything, though. It wasn't like methane was escaping or sulfur. Well, it had gases. that kind of had that kind of flinty smell. 
you know, that a lot of dirt has. Um, but but it doesn't uh, seem like there's some sort of gas pocket being. Oh no, I don't think it's, it's like a gas plume of any kind, just air. Hmm. Although I did sort of smell a, I guess there was some sulfur to it, but there might have been a, just um. You know that could be caused from methane under the ground, or yeah, or even a little sulfur in the soil. It doesn't take much right. to right. get smelly. That's where you get that sort of the flinty smell. Yeah, as long as it's not a ruptured gas line. Energy yeah, no, no. I think yeah. you'd smell the butylmer captum in the in the gas if it was mm -hmm. that. Stinky stuff. So you guys want to come back early in the morning, and I'll show you the footprints, like I. I yeah. Started. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I even keep watch. The uh, the whole tent city is pretty much on dust, right? I mean, we're in a hot part of the country after a long dry spell. Well, it's 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 on the foundation of older buildings um, that were right, mostly so industrial. Lots. Did right. they did they pour the concrete and then just not build, or uh, is it just like in some wasteland? cases? Yes, in some cases it's just wasteland. But um, probably there are areas in which you can easily see foot traffic if it's recent. Oh yeah, and there's yeah. there's people that just wander around, go down to the river, and um, you know anything to sort of keep their uh, keep themselves from being completely bored. This, by the way, is redevelopment block seventeen. That this fan geyser is in. That, Dr. Margaret, is an address. Yep, that it is. Mm. All right. As a final word before we finish tonight, um, you're getting ready to walk back to your tent and there is a man who's gotten up on a soapbox. And obviously he's got a Bible in his hand. And he's like, listen children. He's like, now is the time when we must take care of our souls. The end of the world is here. All things will change. Nothing will remain the same. And he points at you guys and he's like, sinners repent of your sins for the end is near, the darkness is at hand, and we'll leave it there. All right. <clears throat> Our players, where is it? Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, Brian Dwally, Brian Daly, Keith Craig, Jason Melnichok, and David Gassaway, with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd also like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. 
This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.